Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here. And today um, I have the honor, privilege to highlight a very important and influential community figure um, that I got to meet some years ago now. And she's helped me so much in my life. And just to see her growth um, with the world, really, because now she's brought in her outreach beyond Las Vegas. Um, to help folks. So I have Rukmani Kaur here with me. She's a teacher and spiritual guide. And I'm so excited to just get her story out there and for folks to learn about her services and uh, and all the things. So hi, Rukmani. (laughs) Hi, thank you, Monica. It's such an honor to be here, especially because I myself have seen your growth and everything that you're doing. And Las Vegas community that is just beyond amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you've, you helped me, man. And it's so interesting just to reflect, you know, it was, it was when I was beginning really my spiritual journey and not really knowing what was going on and you helped bring so much, um, just context to it and you made it seem like it was going to be okay and it certainly was so I will always be so so grateful for all the love and time and compassion that you showed me and just so so happy that the world has you and that other people are are getting to have that same experience that I did oh thank you (laughs) yeah it's just um I think that is what I've also been, had been searching for that too, you know, so it's kind of like you give that space because you know how it felt like when you were there. So like, here you go, just pour it all out for everybody else to feel it. So I'm glad that that resonated with you and it led you to where you are right now. It's so wonderful. Mm, Yeah. Thank you so much. So let's talk a little bit about, um, yeah, like your origin, like uh, how did how did it all begin for you? The the this uh, becoming a teacher, a guide, and anything you want to share uh, worth noting, but to just kind of bring context um, to how it all started and leading up to where you are now. 
Yeah, cool. Okay, well, <laughs> oh gosh, that's such a long history. Mm-hmm. But to make it short, you know, I've always been mm-hmm. very sensitive, super sensitive, but I didn't have any context to it. You know, I experienced many things that were esoteric as a kid, but I didn't know how to express it. And it's not that I grew up in a family around that. So I kind of let it go, you know, it was to my mm-hmm. head, like, well, maybe this is not real. And I got, in a way, kind of lost in the wave of life until I reached a really deep depression. You know, I kind of went through those depressions throughout like my teenage years and et cetera, until I was maybe 26 years old or something. And I just like, I just collapsed. And I felt like everything was like stripping down and my my entire system was just like going into this mode of like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. This is so painful. Like all Mm -hmm. I could feel was just pain, really massive pain. And I didn't know how to deal with that. You know, I was going through like many therapists and a psychiatrist taking medicine and it wasn't helping me. I remember mm-hmm. telling my husband at a time, like after taking the medicine, maybe hours later, like, I don't even know why I'm still here. You know, it was just like that question, like, what am I? And what am I doing here with mm-hmm. my life? And and I was suicidal because I didn't know how to do or what to do with my pain, taking like muscle relaxers and painkillers because I was like, this needs to stop. And I didn't know how to handle it mm-hmm. until it just kind of like, it reached a point that there's something in me that clicked and said like, well, there has to be something bigger in life than pain and suffering, but how do I get there? And it was almost like at that moment, all my pain and my darkness just embraced me and just took me into this journey of self-awareness. And it was showing me many things. This is where the beginning of like my energy work kind of began in a way Mm -hmm. consciously, because it was just like, okay, um let's maneuver through this space let me show you some things and I was so open you know it's like okay I just I need to do something like let me feel something and so it guided me into like start taking yoga meditation energy so I was really going into many things because I was feeling very good you know yeah. and I had such a low self-esteem I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror you know there was something like oh gosh I can't I can't and so yoga was helping me to get into a space of accepting myself and I say accepting all my past really and so that led into energy work and more yoga teacher trainings and different kinds of modalities really because I was I reached a point where I was like okay well I feel much better and I was perfect I was so perfect I was just putting this mask you know I say I'm cool you know I'm very good but inside it was like not very good at all. So like I had this realization, like other people must feel that way. Other people must hide that as well as I, I did. So it just became this thing is like, I want to become a teacher. You know, I want to guide him through that space. And it's not that I had it all figured out, honestly. I was yeah. still trying to figure out myself. But there was this thing like, I know how that feels like. And, and if I can make that little change in somebody's life, like I wish somebody did it when I was in that space, like I'm going to do it. So that's why I became a yoga teacher. I did many teacher trainings and then mm-hmm. I opened up the space for Reiki and just continue, you know, I continue to search and search because I was like, there's more, I can feel the magic of this and there's more out there. 
And so that just led me to a massive Kundalini awakening in 2016, where everything changed, you know, like more doors were open and the levels of like working with energy. And then it was more like walls collapsing in me, more, um, yeah, more facade. It's like I was like ripping it off. And I didn't even know I was doing it at the time. And you know, it was like taking me to a different, completely different direction. And mm -hmm. I didn't know, I was so scared, you know, because I was so accustomed to my family here in Las Vegas, my community, my husband at the time, my puppy. So I just like had this thing, like I need to get out. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like I feel something else is calling me. Yeah. Well, thank God I did another teacher training in the Himalayas with Kundalini Yoga. And I felt so at home in Asia. And I, I traveled and I met like an enlightened teacher that it made it so real, you know, because at that moment it's like, okay, I know like Kundalini energy showed up. I don't really understand it, but like, is this really real or am I making it up? Right. That once I met this person, you know, I was like, oh my God, this is so real. This is so real because he knew he knew things that he should have known, you know, from my childhood that only me and my parents know because I had right. a session with him and he, after meditating, he was channeling things that he was telling me. And I remember exactly thinking, how in the world do you know this about me? And meanwhile, I was just crying because the emotions were so much, you know, and I remember he saying, well, it was being translated to me because this was in Nepal. He said, like, there's so much in you that you haven't even touched upon. Mm. And I was like, I don't even know what that means, dude. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I feel it, but I don't even know. And so Asia just opened me up because I was in India and in Nepal, and then I went to Thailand, and I experienced so many beautiful things, and the energy there was just holding such a massive space for me to get to know myself deeper. And I came back to us and like I said, I couldn't be here. I had changed so much. Like I wanted to experience more. You know, my soul was like saying, like, let me show you, let me show you. But I was still so fearful until I just couldn't. You know, I couldn't. And I sat with like mad and I said, I, I can't. You know, like I'm choosing me. I'm choosing me, which shows such struggle because, you know, my parents, being them from Peru, they like to have their kids around, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and they were so against it. They were so against the divorce. They were so against me leaving me. There were many things that they told me that I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't handle this. But I still followed it. And I moved to Thailand, to Koh Phangan. And many things opened up. I started like from 2016 on, I just started to get like massive Kunoini awakenings, if you want to call it that, you know, massive spiritual awakenings. But I was just like, whoa, it's like, Life just took me on this massive ride of awakening. And I was just riding it, you know. I was like, okay, I'm going to surrender to this. I'm going to surrender to this. Like, many traumas came up. Like, tuning into many things of my story and my, like, lineage. And our story as human beings. And, and then this lie language came through that I didn't even know that existed. You know, so I it just... It just poured out of me and I was like, okay, this feels very good. You know, I really like this. And I realized it was so doing something for somebody else. And I let it, even though like it scared me when I approached that to my parents, especially my mom, because her eyes were 
big with fear and mm. it's like okay okay <laughs> but I still let it because my heart was like it's this what we're meant to do even though I didn't really know what I was meant to do I ended up going back to Peru to live for six months with my partner and then to Colombia and that changed it all you know I met people in Peru and Cusco that knew in a way more than I knew about awakening processes so mm-hmm. they were able to hold space for me and mm-hmm. let me be okay with everything that was happening to me so then I opened up more my being to be the teacher that I wanted to be and not to be ashamed or scared of what was passing through me even if it was like the weirdest thing ever and so then it was truly honestly when COVID hit then my system was like boom let's do it let's do it let's be out there we need this you know we need this more than ever all of us we need the support we need this love we need this compassion let's do it and I just started like doing things online and everything just flowed and started to guide people through that space you know to find themselves to know that they're not broken and that they're not alone in this and and just like how can we build a community and redefine community in this time, you know? And so I just did it. And then I find myself back in Las Vegas where everything started (laughs) (laughs) with my family and reconnecting with wonderful people like yourself, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, and other people that were here witnessing my story too at the very beginning. Mm. that's like a little yeah I guess <laughs> condensed story definitely well thank you for for sharing and for you know there's I think there's still a lot of folks still maybe are unaware of what this all even means right like I know it was for me like when I when I went through it especially with my background always more in academia then I was mm-hmm. you know all of a sudden surprised with these (laughs) life surprises of like wow there's way there's so much more than meets the eye so Mm -hmm. um so with so for for people out there that maybe they're just not as aware um and or just don't know as much yet what would you say to them like when it comes to what like defining what is an awakening as an example Mm. and what what is a kundalini as an example Mm -hmm. how would you define all that yeah of course so the kundalini energy is something that we all have as human beings you know it's 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 at the base of the spine you know the coccyx level so it's unawakened so it's in a way like it's there but it's not there so normally when we have that really deep desire of like, I want to understand who I am, or I really want to know more of what I am and what life is all about, or sometimes it could be a very traumatic event, like, you know, a near death experience, something like that. It just like goes like, okay, it kind of like kicks itself, you know, and it says, let's go, let's move. And so as the energy begins to move upwards in the spine to, we have many centered centers of energy that we call chakras and so in these centers of energies some other bigger movement of energy is stored 
for for when the energy the kundalini energy moves upwards then it in a way wakes up the center so that center pulls this energy out to the areas around the body for you to like go back into being more in tune with yourself meaning that if you had many traumas for example let's talk about the solar plexus the third chakra which has been the navel center so if you had many um, instances in your life or traumatic events that just made you believe you were not worthy, that you were either like my example was that I was fat, you know, I wasn't good enough and things like that. So all those traumatic things and memories are stored in there, which make the center not be able to express itself in the way that it was expressed itself, meaning your true, the way that you really want to be in life, the way that you really are, or you want to express yourself, right? And, and so when the energy hits that center, those traumatic events come to the surface for you to be aware of them and for you to let them go. So sometimes that's very difficult, you know, because mm-hmm. then you don't, if, especially if you don't even know that's happening, then you just feel like you're going back into that space of like, oh my gosh, I thought I healed this. Mm-hmm. So this is what happens in the Kundalini awakening, energetically speaking. Now, what it is for me is that like, it's just remembering myself, mm-hmm. you know, going back into shedding all the layers that I, I grabbed as a kid from my family, from friends. And I thought, well, that sounds cool. So I'm going to put it into me. And okay, well, she says I can do this. And I like this. I'm going to put it into myself. And then, you know, reaching a point, they're like, I don't really think I like this thing. So, okay, I'm going to strip it off. So then I strip it off until I find what I believe is my truth, you know, meaning like, okay, I really like orchids because I really like orchids. Okay, that's my truth. You know, she might like roses or she might like um other little plants you know but that's Mm. not me so that's how I feel and I have felt throughout my journey that that is really what awakening is going back to your truth going back into really expressing yourself how you wish to express yourself rather than how you were told to to express yourself as a kid or so young adult or teenager yeah I love that and I think it it just sheds a lot of a light on how personal, right, that the the experience really is. And because I think a lot of times people can get lost in the terms, but really it's as simple as you put it, honestly. It just comes back to remembering who it was, who was, who were you before pretty much mm-hmm. you got socialized um, and before the traumas came. Um, yeah. Yeah. But even with the trauma, right, it's like the traumas help you – understand your character too and and, and for just, sure mm-hmm, right a hundred percent i will never change anything mm-hmm. about my life you know especially mm-hmm. this traumatic events i'm like wow you showed me so much uh-huh. thank you <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes so um Rukwani, so what about you know we talk about you know how you you had that that sense that calling right to 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 leave the united states um and I, I think for me too, like these past years, just getting more acquainted with that voice has been so important. Um, what would you say for people that maybe they're just starting to feel that or like they, they've they always felt that calling, but just haven't had the guts to follow it yet? Mm, yeah. What, yeah. What's some words of wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, knowing that 
we all go through that, you know, goodness, mm-hmm. I was so scared of like, just saying, okay, because I had many opportunities to do it. But it's, it's really your soul, it's just like knocking on a door, you know, I say like, hey, let's open up this door. And it will continue to do it until you actually are in a way prepared, the most prepared that you could be at the moment to truly open up the door. And it's something that uh, I call it and I feel it as a heart's wisdom. And I'm not talking about the physical heart, I'm talking about the energetic that I call portal of mm-hmm. wisdom, that is just like an energetic like faucet that's just always sending you energy and um, guiding you into different spaces. So the most important thing is to get out of the head. <laughs> We're so good. We're so good at being in the head um, and just understanding the communication of your own heart. Because it might feel, it might be felt differently for you, it might be different, felt differently for me, but it's always a common thing that is there's, there's this warmth, warmth sensation in the chest, and so there's a beautiful exercise that anybody can do honestly. That you just breathe in, you, you can put like very nice gentle music. If you know there's a kind of music or a kind of song that like puts you immediately into that space of like. Ah, okay, this, this feels very good. Then listen to that song and just breathe. Breathe, relax, and then tune in into your heart. It's as simple as just listening to the heartbeat mm-hmm. and begin to imagine or feel it that you're expanding throughout the room and the house that you're in, etc. And then ask your heart, how do you feel like when you're talking to me? So how can I really know that you're talking to me and not my head? And just feel the sensations, you know, feel the sensations. And then ask the question, how does it feel like when it's not you talking? So then you know the difference, you know? And then going back again, okay, so show me again how it feels like when you are talking. And it's pretty awesome, honestly. For example, for me, I feel that expansiveness in my heart when it's speaking. When it's not speaking, I feel a tightness in my throat. And so then I know the difference is like, okay, you know, and it's a practice, you know, as long, even if we've been doing this work for so long, it can be challenging at times. And so knowing that baby steps, you know, just do it little by little until you are very comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. No judgment, you know, if, if at the beginning, well, you don't really know, and then you're still quote unquote messing up, that's part of the journey. And eventually you will get there, you know? So it's all about opening up the communication with your own system, especially with the heart. And from there, then it will just lead you. And it, this doesn't mean that we're not gonna feel fear, you know, like change can be super fearful. Yes. <laughs> it's just that, yeah, for sure. You know, so it just means that then we have a bigger support system because then we can just feel life supporting us from behind mm-hmm. in a way, just literally holding our backs so and we're not falling over. And, and so we have a little bit more courage. Doesn't mean that we're not gonna feel the, the emotions of like, oh my God, like, is this really what I wanna do? Or like, this is so scary or anxiety and things like that. We're gonna feel it because we're humans, you know, we're gonna feel all these emotions, but there's something bigger driving us. And then we know we must do it, even if it sounds super crazy, but we know within ourselves that is the right thing to do at that moment in time. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful exercise. I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna try that out later just to, yeah. to, to, to feel how that feels like. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I love about this. Like, there's always just so many different ways to get deeper with yourself. And, mm-hmm. and it's not one size fits all, right? Like, it's different for everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And some things might resonate with somebody else. Some things might not. Like one teacher can say something and you're like, I don't care. The, te- the other teacher can say the exactly the same thing and you're like, I get it. Because yeah. <laughs> so- of the way they said it or something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And you mentioned, um, you know, when you started to uh, learn light language, can you talk a lot? A, a, about that a little bit more and and explain what that is for folks that might not have ever heard that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I truly believe that's something that we all have the ability to do mm-hmm. to remember that. Um, when it first came through, I'd, I couldn't understand it. I mean, with my logic mind, my heart knew it, you know, and I was connecting with nature deeper than I ever had before. And then I realized that it was a soul-to-soul conversation. Mm. That it, in the moment that it happens, time and space disappears. And we're just there, the unity of all. Just connecting and exchanging things and allowing somebody else to surrender a little bit deeper into their own process so they can experience something bigger that they have, they have been calling forth. And so that's what happens. You know, it's, it's just kind of like... In a way, this might sound a little crazy, but in a way, the other person that is receiving it is speaking through me with that light language for themselves. Mm. So they can really remember something bigger that will help them in their current journey. And it just it just opens up more the heart, honestly. And even when I do it in myself, I feel the heart opens up even more that it's like time stops, nothing else matters, just that connectivity with yourself. That's just that remembrance that, you know, you're bigger than this human experience. You're bigger than your emotions. Uh, You're bigger than like really life itself because you are life. You know, you are the wave of energy that is coming through. So that is what I really love. And that is something that comes through me so easily, like I said, and it's, Something very funny is that, you know, I speak three languages. I mean, well, Spanish, Italian, French, and English. Okay, four. (laughs) (laughs) But my my tongue gets caught when I speak all those languages. But when I speak the light language, there's nothing. It's just like flows so magically. Mm. And I feel that it's something that I've done before. You know, that's why I just like feel so connected to it. But like I said, um, I'm not the only one that does this. You know, I have a couple of friends to do it as well. Uh, perhaps not in the way that I have chosen to do it, as mm-hmm. in with like energy healing, but they still, it still comes through them. And I feel it's something that we all have it, you know? So if one person can experience that, that means that pretty much all of us can. Mm-hmm. It's just, can we surrender to that? Can we really allow ourselves to let that come through? And not be scared, you know, because that really helps you to know you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's so so sad because a lot of this is, yeah, it's like a dance with life, like surrendering mm-hmm. to exactly what you said. Exactly. Uh, 
uh, surrendering to what life wants to bring you. And sometimes it's really unexpected and sometimes straight up weird, but <laughs> you know, it's like, but, <laughs> so weird. but it, enhan- it enhances your life and the enha- it enhances the life of other people. Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. And the more that Something we can, so beautiful. Yeah. And the more that we can get out of that judgment, right. We were just, just allowing yeah and trust me it's not like it just mm-hmm. like came and like bam my head was not like oh my god this is working it was <laughs> definitely there you know I was like what am I saying I don't even know uh until I was just like I surrender you want to come through for others I'm no one to stop you so let's just do it let's just be best friends in a way you mm-hmm. know and just work together in unison for ourselves and for everybody else mm-hmm. yeah that's oh, beautiful. And, um, and to talk a little bit more too now, you know, for folks that maybe aren't as acquainted to like when it comes to the idea of like energy healing versus traditional like Western medicine, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, there's a time and place for everything, right? Like, of course, you're going to go if you break a leg, definitely go to the <laughs> hospital, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah. But when it comes to the energy side of things, um, there's a time and place for that too. So could you talk a little bit about that? Like for maybe people that don't really know what Reiki is or um, Mm -hmm. the other types of energy work that that exists that you do as an example, um, why it would be a good idea to head in that direction and and for what reasons? Mm -hmm. Well, First of all, like you said, you know, if you break a leg, if you break an arm, go see a doctor because that's very <laughs> physical, right? But like we are, we're made out of energy. So to me, it makes sense that you will treat both areas equally. You will get to know and understand what is happening within you energetically, what is happening with you physically, because they're all linked, you know? And so energy work, so Reiki, it's really any kind of energy work, not just Reiki. It's, it's the same thing. We just have called it, like we just put a label so it'd be easier for us as humans to understand it in a way and work mm-hmm. with it. And so it's really just becoming a bridge between what we call divinity, like the energy world and this physical realm to channel energy, to allow this energy to come through for others and for yourself. So what this does, it's really begins to put your own energetic field in balance. For example, if you are experiencing a lot of um, headaches and tightness in the neck, et cetera, you might feel it of course, physically, if it's, if in the energetic realm is very advanced, Meaning if there's a lot of clogs energetically, a lot of solids in the energy and it's not being able to move around as it wants to flowing, then something is gonna show up in the physical because everything happens first in the energetic realms. So then if you are really aware of, you know, okay, something is happening in me, I'm curious, how can I see this? Then uh, we can really see what is happening, what I call it behind the scenes. Because something is always speaking in us, you know, it's not like we are all perfect. It's not like we are all enlightened. You know, of course, there's being and they are, you know, I'm sure they also feel emotions, you know, because again, we're humans. But something is always happening behind the scenes. And what I really love about energy is can it can show you, you know, energy doesn't lie. 
it just really very shows you. So when you have somebody read your energetic field, it can tell you what is happening most prominent in your system. What is the thing that you must work on the most at the moment in time for you to feel more yourself? Because that's what it really is. You know, again, going back to remembrance, going back into feeling your true self, your authentic self, and then working through that. You know, how can we move that energy around so you feel this tightness in your neck or this having less headaches per se, Mm -hmm. and then feeling more open in your heart? So this is what energy does, right? When, I, when I'm when i doing sessions, which I really say that it's not me just doing it, something else bigger than me moving through me for others, that is what is being seen. It's like, what is more blocked in your system? How can we move that with you? With you, because that's the most important thing, with you. So you can feel lighter. So you can feel more yourself. And then that will show up in the physical because again, it's all linked, right? So the one thing to really understand, and this truly helped me through my awakening process is that if you really listen to your energetic body and it's again, as simple as saying, who knows, like, okay, hip, left hip, I'm opening up the communication with you. I wanna understand what's happening there, Mm -hmm. just like with the heart, honestly, then it will tell you, it will really tell you And it's always a conversation that is happening. You know, like you were saying, like a dance with life. It's always a dance happening. If you open up the space of communication, your system will tell you. Yeah. And and then, so if you can, in a way, quote unquote, fix something in your energetic field, that it's not going to happen in your physical body because you're at peace, you're at ease. The energy is actually flowing. On the other hand, you know, of course, that, for example, um disease you know like disease we get it because something in the energetics didn't really cooperate in a way then it wasn't flowing it just got stuck Mm -hmm. and the more time it happens it becomes more solid and more solid and more solid like a big rock that it takes more effort to move that around and and so then it will show up again in your physical body whether it's by pain or by release or relief you know so really knowing those two sides of you can help you to truly live a more fulfilled life honestly and that's how I see it with myself how can I continue to enhance my life knowing both sides not just the energetics but of course the physical because we live in the physical reality you know exactly. we can't just be in the energetic world all the time mm-hmm. and and that can help so many people like i know it's helped me a lot too mm-hmm. oh yeah me too it's it's amazing just the uh the shift i mean the thing that's coming to my mind a lot is um going through the uh the the transition of anxiety of of healing the the panic attacks that I once had and mm-hmm. and I, I I and for me like I wanted not I you know my personal choice I didn't want to do medication because I just didn't want to be dependent on that right and I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted to face it on and through therapy and through energy work and you know lifestyle changes and what have you it it healed and um, I understood what it was trying to tell me. And that's what I've learned, mm-hmm. right. With emotion is that the difficult emotions are coming to teach you something 
but mm-hmm. so, sometimes it's really heavy and then that's why it gets very overwhelming and that's why we get scared and then that's when you know it just piles and yeah. piles and piles but yeah. you know if we're able to you know spread these tools and teach people mm-hmm. uh tangible ways to confront it it, it does make it easier yeah and well the thing also to remember is that in the energetics there's no limits you know it's not like the countries that we have here like we have put lines in different <laughs> countries and say this country is there this country is that it's not like in the in the energetics like this is Rukmani, this is this is monica you know we are all the same thing and and something to really keep in mind and this is something that was coming through so strongly before we got we hop on the call was uh-huh. that remembering that sometimes especially this is especially if you are an empath that sometimes you're feeling something that is not even yours mm-hmm. and sometimes you are that bridge through like that energy is being released and so really tuning in into your heart like the exercise i shared can really help you to be like is it really me is it part of me of course it could be like a small part of you right but First, it happens with your experiences. You release your experiences. You release your traumas. And it goes deeper because, again, there's no limits, you know, and then goes into perhaps your lineage and then so on until you touch upon even all the way back to our story, our human story, you know, like the feelings of the earth, like her pain, um, her love, et cetera. And even, who knows, further back. So that exercise of the heart can help so, so many people. And honestly, I believe that all of us, if we really give it a chance to really understand if it's ourselves, mm-hmm. because again, you know, we can get super overwhelmed with, it, with emotions, uh, especially the ones that we see them as negative, right? Mm-hmm. Depression, anxiety. And sometimes if that has run in your family, then it's going to be deeper in you and stronger in the emotion being felt than somebody that hasn't had that happen in their yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. That's such a good note. And I feel, you know, we all have, um, like I've, like you and I, we've talked about it before. I, I feel like in my family, I've been, I'm that person to, that I'm choosing to feel what hasn't been mm-hmm. felt for generations mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy and it's hard sometimes, but you know, it's, it's okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that, that really resonated as you said that I was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it is so true. You know, like I, I really feel like that I'm doing the same with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we, we all have a choice, you know? You want to do it cool but you don't want to do it cool too mm-hmm. but once you start doing it it's like there's no way back you know mm-hmm. you felt something so deeper and it's just something more magical that fulfills you that you're like okay let's continue to do this and then you just touch upon this beautiful like wonderful unconditional love that you're like oh my gosh like I didn't even know I could feel this and it just keeps going deeper mm-hmm. and deeper so it's, it's something so wonderful that you're doing for your family honestly mm-hmm. and for all of us true mm-hmm. yeah yeah as, as you are <laughs> and as <laughs> and as many out there you know so mm-hmm. I, I applaud everyone that is choosing to feel and to heal and to understand because it yeah. obviously it helps your life but everyone around you and the collective so that, mm. it's amazing <laughs> yeah it really becomes like a domino effect you know we give mm-hmm. permission to others to do the same 
Mm-hmm. Especially when we share stories, it's like people can be like, oh my God, I felt that too. Okay. Okay. She can do it. He can do it. I can do it too. All right, let's do this. And then just like, we just spread the magic and the light. And then we become this wonderful force of energy that mm-hmm. can guide this process of awakening in the earth and the shift of consciousness. Exactly. So Rukmani, tell us a little bit more of uh, what is the type of, uh, what is it the type the, the type of work you're doing now with folks, um, the, the, the array of services that you do for folks that are maybe interested to, to work mm-hmm. with you and learn more about what, it, what that all means? Yeah, thanks for this opportunity, by the way. Of it's course. Really good to be here. <laughs> My pleasure. Uh, yeah, well, for me, it's guiding others back into their authenticity. And this is a, a really big topic that has been coming through and I've been working on for years. I mean, most more so since 2016, but I've been doing it for quite a while mm-hmm. because um, it's very important to feel who we are, to be authentic, you know, to understand that sometimes it's necessary to again grab things from family members as kids you know to be able to have a foundation until we ourselves can truly build our own foundation and experience life in the most unique way that we want to experience life so that's my work you know authenticity helping you going back into that space of remembering yourself taking off all those layers that at times can be scary honestly but I'm there like holding everybody's hands because and again, in the energy world, we're not separated. So we are one and I'm there and we're guiding you through, this is why I say we, because there's more things that come through, you know, like angels, your guides, my guides, uh, the earth, you know, the earth like speaks very loudly through me, um, divinity itself, you know, so guiding you through those spaces of releasing your traumas because traumas, sometimes we can be so scared you know going into that space because yeah it's it's felt really deeply Mm -hmm. but once we cross it and we let it go it's not gonna come back like that it might come back a little bit because the mind just like sends you some kind of signal but it's not gonna be felt like oh this is terrible Mm -hmm. because you're freeing yourself you're understanding what the trauma has been wanting you to understand and you're not pushing it away because this is what integration is about. In the process, we integrate yourself. We don't, we don't push anything aside because everything of you is super valuable and divine. Mm-hmm. And everything in you wants to be loved, accepted, and one, the unity, right? So we combine everything together in order for you to put at peace with something that happened in you. So this is really what happens in all the sessions that I guide. And it could be in the form of, um, um, what's it called? Oh my goodness, sometimes English is not very easy. <laughs> uh, sound healing, there you go. Sound healing, um, moving, you know, a moving meditation or stillness or laying down. So I do a couple of those things and, and just really guiding you into the space of surrendering with the light language and uh, guided meditations to help you through that space. So I started a program, it's an eight week program that is called Conscious Heart. 
And that is the main thing, authenticity, going back into you for those that are really ready to dive deep into their own systems and understand themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's meeting twice a week with processes and explanations because you got to have the integration process and explain what is going on within somebody else, right? And it's really very magical for me and others. I was guiding this beautiful woman at the beginning of the year and throughout the middle of the program, she began to channel and she said, I've never done this before. I don't even know what's going on. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes, <it's> great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're going back to yourself. Wonderful. So now we just have become very good friends, you know, because it really is just, we are super connecting and mm-hmm. I, the person is being super vulnerable. I'm being super vulnerable. We're just being raw. You know, we're being raw to help you get back into the rawness, which is your authenticity. So yeah, that's what I do right now. Mm, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it so much. Awesome. Rikmane. So the one question I didn't ask, uh, I usually ask you at the beginning um, is, what is it that you love about yourself and how has that quality helped you in your life? Yeah. <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> I love about myself that I have the ability to step out, to step out of the way. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is something that I just really understood like last week as I was going through a process that my entire life, I put myself aside, you know, it was always like for others and things like that. And of course, that brought up like a lot of things that I had to work through. But then I had the end, I understood that that really prepared me to what I do now. Because really, I step out of the way. And this is why channeling comes so strongly through me. And it's an ability that we all have, by the way. I, it's not that I just do it. We all do it in different ways, right? So if you are a painter, it comes to you as painting. If you're a singer, it's just like singing. If you're a dancer, it's a dancer or a writer, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Through me, it's just channeling energy. And what happens with me is that I take a really deep breath as I'm connecting and I feel the energy coming into my physical body, like having two consciousness, my personal consciousness and another one. So stepping out of the way and fully trusting is what I deeply love about myself because mm. it helps me to guide others deeper because it's not about me, you know? It's, it's never been about me when I'm with somebody else. Like I, in a way, disappear. This is all about you. So I'm going to mm. give you more than my 1,000% to do that. And in order to do that, I need to get out of the way. You yeah. know? So that is really what I love. Mm so much about me that ability that I have mm, I love that and it's such a <laughs> you know as, as folks that you know that, that resonates with me and I'm sure a lot of people out there of like um just being so of service for others and like you know as we're growing that can sometimes be something we have to just come face to face with in order to right start putting yourself as like the con- the controller of your life and but it is what, what, but what you're saying is it is so true. Like it's such a beautiful thing that uh, because of your past experiences, it's helping you in the work now. Uh, and it's such a beautiful, positive 
twist to it because it's it is serving yeah. right so I yeah, yeah, I love sure. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah awesome Rukmani well um what is the best way for people to connect with you mm, sure for like social media I'm quite active in the Instagram page which is angelicguidance.life it's the same thing on Facebook um or through the website, which is angeliguidance.life. <laughs> Simple for everybody to like keep it consistent. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can send me a message. You know, I have a free consultation that we can just chat to see if we actually match, right? Because mm-hmm. some people might not resonate with what I do. Um, I might not be able to guide you in the space that you want to be guided to. So then we just have a chat and see what's happening and um, how we can move forwards into that direction. So yeah, send me a message, connect. Uh, I love connecting with people, honestly. It's uh, especially nowadays, you know, that some things are not super open. Mm-hmm. It's a way of like strengthening the community, not just the local community, but the worldwide. It's um, yeah, message mm-hmm. me, let's chat, and then we'll go from there. Awesome. And um, yeah, I was going to ask one other thing and it escaped. Oh, your podcast talking about, oh, your, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's another way for folks to connect with you. Yeah, for sure. So it's called the rise of the feminine because mm-hmm. part of my journey has been about healing the wounded family, feminine, the energy that we have, you know, which is the creative energy, the more inspirational, inspiring energy. And it's called the rise of the feminine. It's on iTunes and Spotify. I also have there um, a small guided meditation with the light language if you want to try it out to see how it feels in you. I give weekly tips normally or bi-weekly so then it can help you in your journey really. And what I share there honestly is what it has helped me and it still helps me. Um, And also there's part of my story goes deeper (laughs) here (laughs) so if you really want to understand how I got to where I am in the way of the podcast you know how I reached to be able to do that then you can listen to that and there's links there too you know for Instagram Facebook uh, email etc so it'd be a little bit easier just to click Mm -hmm. exactly and we'll do the same we'll add all your info on the details so Um, thank you Where's awesome Rukmani? Any any last words before we hop off? Yeah, <sighs> you know, life is a roller coaster of experiences, mm-hmm. and the thing to remember is nothing lasts forever. So if something really deep is moving in you, in the way of depression, anxiety, anger, fear, know that it's gonna end, and what you can do for that is to surrender. And I know at times it's so challenging because we've been conditioned not to feel so many emotions or this particular emotions per se, but the more that you open up your space to, I'm here and I want to listen to you, just as you were to listen to your best friend, mm-hmm. then the faster it will pass through you and you will understand it. So there's, there's nothing, I believe there's nothing more more beautiful than it really allowing your emotions to speak, to open up the space of communication, to understand their teachings, because they always have some kind of teaching. Mm -hmm. 
and and there it's just like oh we passed through oh thank goodness <laughs> and you can move on you know mm-hmm. so see if you can do that and then knowing again of course yes nothing lasts forever but enjoy life you know this is really a gift enjoy the ups and downs because then one day it will all make sense trust me it will all make sense even if right now you're like i don't even know what's going on mm-hmm. years from now you'll be like oh yes i get it okay that <laughs> makes sense now <laughs> yes and yeah yeah mm-hmm. thank you for saying that and uh, especially during these times right where there's just been so many changes um drastic changes mm-hmm. with the pandemic and you know, yeah. folks uh, f- having to kind of restart or refigure things out. So um, it's so true what you, what you've said, and 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 to never lose hope, right? That it's it's yeah. it, it's gonna be okay. It's just mm-hmm. it might suck a little bit, but it won't suck forever, and it'll be really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, thank you for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's something always so beautiful working for us what i say behind the scenes Mm -hmm. life has our our back and perhaps at this moment the way that she's been holding space as in life for us is this massive change Mm -hmm. for us to like go back into like do i really want to do this or do i really want to do something i truly desire to do so big things are coming you know but we have to do the work Mm -hmm. and this is the work but we're deeply loved by everything in life. So always keep that in mind that you're deeply loved, supported and guided. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think that's a great way to, to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Rukmani. Well, thank you so much. It's, just, uh, it's such a joy for me to have had you on here. I mean, you, you've helped me so much and I just am so excited mm-hmm. um, and eager for more people to get to know you and your story and everything that you're doing to help the collective. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much too. It's such an honor, honestly. And I'm delighted to see your growth. I remember talking to you years ago and uh, look where you are and everything <laughs> that you're doing in Las Vegas community and that you will do somewhere else to you when you choose to, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's good to witness. So thank you for this opportunity as well. And thank you for everything that you're doing. Oh, of course. Appreciate you. And it's people like you that believed in me and gives me that fuel to do that for others. So I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you uh, for everyone tuning in and listening and be sure to leave us a review so we can continue to grow the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, you, everyone. See you later. (laughs) 